0: It's about the time that some of those sessions were breaking up, so the uh, sports information people were bringing us, uh, were bringing us people, and of course, we were going to make Baylor the priority, as you might suspect. So uh, we we had guys waiting to get on the air with us, which was which was kind of funny. And then you look up and and uh, Coach Climbing in – in and. And Coach Riley are having a conversation like three feet in front of us. And you're like, okay, I wonder what that's all about. But it, it was it was a lot of fun. But we know that on y'all's end, it was, it was probably a little hectic. To, it, these shows are hectic anyway. But uh, with uh, with what we were doing yesterday, I would imagine it, it got a little hairy around here.
1: It was a lot of fun to uh, hear you guys be able to catch up with all those uh, coaches and players and, and talk football. And it just means one thing. We're here. It's, it's time to, it's go time for football.
0: That it is. Uh, It is definitely go time. So we've, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to and we will do it uh, as we roll through the day here on uh, ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. We're trying to sort through how we're going to, how we're going to do things. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we, uh, we welcome you into the Matt Mosley program and I want to start, uh, I want to start with COVID, uh, I just want some personal observations from from each of you and, and I'll begin I, I don't know I, I uh, my my first thought was, hey, we got a vaccine now. Uh, a lot of people are are getting vaccinated in our country. I can't say that for every country, but you know, in our country, the uh, we're getting vaccinated. I, I think we've turned a corner and I think we're doing okay and then you look up. And you see that the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox were postponed last night. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll hear from Aaron Boone here in just a few minutes. We, we're, we got some COVID issues with the Olympic teams, both the international, other teams as well as ours. And locally, uh, we've had a spike in, in local COVID uh, situation. So we're not done by any stretch of the imagination. That, that's, that's my impression, and, and, and it saddens me, quite honestly.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt that it's it's not even close to being done, and you heard uh, a little bit about COVID leading up the Big 12 media days, and Bob Bosley saying, hey, he's encouraging all athletes and all coaches and all trainers and all staff to, to get vaccinated because the new Delta variant, um, we don't know a lot about it, uh, but uh, there there is something out there that, that's encouraging um, this virus to start spiking again, and... Uh, you see it in Major League Baseball, and now you've seen it with the Olympics, and yeah, we're not we're not through where we thought we th- were. And I, I think a lot of people, and and I'm included uh, in this, that you know you, you become more lax in it. You get the vaccination, and uh, you hear of, of you know the community getting vaccinated, and whatever percentage it is, I'm not sure what it is uh, in each community, but you know it it's very very high percentage, but people are now starting to get it again and and folks are not wearing their mask and going to the grocery store or wherever they may be going around the community and you don't see many masks anymore and you know i'm guilty of it too i took my mask off and you know maybe maybe that's that's on me but uh i am going to go back to wearing my mask when i go uh to the grocery store and then those type of things uh it just if we want to continue moving forward and still having an, and not have another stop down we've got to figure out a way to get that done and, and I, don't I don't know what is it i don't know if it's just we're going to wear masks from now on i don't know i have no idea i don't know what it is uh or maybe more people need to get vaccinated but you know some of these people that are vaccinated are coming down with COVID. it's just not as severe uh, Correct. Uh, with covid with the vaccination so uh, and I again think, i'm going back to my mask
0: i think that's where we go i think we've got to encourage uh, vaccination but it's not it can't just be in in the states i mean this is a global world we live in now i mean people are are you know are, are moving and in in they're very much mobile we've got to vaccinate i mean it's just that simple and you know maybe we get to a point and this may be pie in the sky but maybe we get to the point to you know what if you're vaccinated and you get covid it's it's not as severe you get over it and you move on and and, and that's and that's just part of the equation of of what we live with in our world now. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, but man, I mean, I was excited. We we were honestly. Uh, I would say ninety seven percent of the people that were at the event Wednesday and Thursday at AT and T Stadium were not wearing masks, other than staff, uh, cowboy staff, and and uh, and you know the. Uh, the crews that were there for, uh, you know, for food service and things of that nature, they they wore masks. But I'm talking about members of the media, uh, coaches and players, I would say less than 3% were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, you know, felt comfortable enough not to wear a mask. I mean, it was, it was certainly encouraged and it was an option. Uh, it, you had to be vaccinated in order not to wear a mask. But if you did not, you know, most people did not. And, you know, and everybody was comfortable with it. Then I get a text from you going, Okay, Boston and New York postponed COVID. And you're like, what on earth is going on? And then you hear about what's going on with the Olympic team. And uh it's just I don't know. Uh I don't know where we're at right now. And and it's it's a little confusing and it's certainly disappointing. Uh so there you go. All right, EP. Did uh, I mean wh- what are your observations and of, of just the last twenty four hours when it comes to COVID nineteen?
2: Well, John mentioned that um, one of the members in the uh, athletic department had to go home today. Uh, was not feeling well. Uh, went to get a test and tested positive. Mm. So uh, it's out there. Uh, we don't know uh, r- really is any more about this uh, Delta variant than we did about. You, the covid uh, 19 when it first started and uh, the you, you know the the and health
0: the, 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 the fear of the unknown too right
2: yeah it's the fear of the unknown because the health officials in this country have yet to really learn much about this uh, epi- you know this uh, pandemic uh you know it's a, a lot of a lot of stories that float around and we just know that a lot of people uh, died and uh, that ha- it has not gone away it's still with us and yeah, hopefully it doesn't creep back uh, into our society in large large numbers.
0: So uh well here's we're we're gonna open up a poll question for you. We need you to uh, you can call in if you'd like or you can go to our our uh, our uh our CNC collision center text line at two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty with the with what has happened in the last twenty four to thirty six hours. Would you go, would you attend, if you had tickets today, would you attend a sporting event? Uh, yes.
2: I, I plan, yes. I'm going to Fenway in September. Yes, I'm going, yeah.
0: Mask <laughs> or no mask?
2: Uh, well, I might wear a mask. I've got one with a Boston. <laughs> I have a Boston <laughs> Red Sox mask, so I might wear it. <laughs>
0: and, and you know what? It may, we may be requiring mask again mm-hmm. sooner than later. Maybe. Uh,
1: we again, will, when I go to the grocery store, this weekend, I'll have my mask on again. I'm just going to go back to it. Just out of precautionary, if nothing else.
0: So from just, I'm trying to get a, 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 you you talk about mask and we all know what the mask's purpose is. It's to prevent the spread Mm -hmm. of the disease. So you're saying, Hey, I'm going to do my part. I'm gonna put a mask on so in case I happen to be carrying it and I'm asymptomatic or I,
1: somebody I run into may be carrying it too I mean it's it's for your protection as well but it's also to keep you from spreading it to somebody
0: else and, yeah and that's the primary from what yeah. I understand is to keep it from spreading and and you know what that may be what we have to do uh, right now uh, so huh, wow so again uh, in I, I didn't think we'd be having this conversation. I, I really no, I, thought we were, I, I thought we. I thought we had turned the further, corner.
1: I thought we were further down the road,
0: but so obviously we're not. So, all two five four six six two sixteen sixty is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. We want to uh, – just your opinion, uh, you know, and, and just maybe your thoughts on, on the uh, – on the COVID situation. It's 11 minutes after 3 o'clock. It three eleven. This is the Matt Mosley Showtime, Ward, and EP. It takes three to take care of Matt Mosley here on uh, on a Friday afternoon. We're glad you're with us, the uh, 16th of July for 2021, and uh, we uh, do appreciate you being with us here today. We'll step aside uh, with our first break, and we're coming right back with more of the program in just a moment.
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another humid night in store for us with partly cloudy skies and a low of around 76 degrees. We'll maintain southerly winds tonight into tomorrow morning between five to 10 miles per hour, some gusting to 20 miles per hour. Saturday shaping up to be another warm one with mostly sunny skies and a high of 94. Heat index values will be anywhere from 99 degrees to 103 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 news at 5:36 and nine for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com.
4: Recently on the John Moore
5: Show, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite TCU Horn Frogs, Stephen. i must you, say Gemma. that you and and Brian Estridge, and John Denton, and Chad Rottel, those would be in you four would be my okay. favorite TCU Horn Frogs.
6: Does Jovan still claim? Oh the yeah. purple. Okay. Oh
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. TCU grad. Okay. I should include her on that <laughs> list. One of my bosses. So y'all are my five favorite TCU <laughs> frogs.
4: Tune into the Voice of the Bears weekdays from two to three p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs,
7: it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We
8: are farmers. Have you heard of cotton tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them? Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way Cool Tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco.
4: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
1: I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. All-Star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID-19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half and leaving the American League All-Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-law's home in northeast seattle astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in chicago taking on the white Sox. first pitch at 7 10 rangers start their second half of the season with toronto 607 first pitch and you can catch that game on espn central texas
4: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
0: All right, 314, 14 minutes after 3. Do we know where Mosley is? Isn't he on the beach? Somewhere. He, he's, yeah, he's on the beach. I think he's in... See in Destin, maybe? I think so. Anyway, but uh, good for him as he takes his 13th vacation of the summer. Uh, so uh, good for Matt Mosley. Uh, 15 minutes after 3, 3.15, Tom Ward and E.P. And again, our CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. Uh, any any concerns about COVID? Would that prevent you from attending a sport event this summer or maybe even this fall? Uh, we'd love to hear from you this afternoon on the CNC Collision Center text line, 252. Four six six two sixteen sixty. That is the uh, the C Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. I'm like EP. I think I'm going. Uh, I think I would go to a ball game. In fact, I know I'd go to a ball game. But I think I may be a little more cautious. Where I was, you know, again thirty six hours ago It's like skippity doo Here we go. Let's go to a game. And now I think you. I think you got to pay attention of to what's going on and. All of a sudden, there's some new stuff going on uh, when it comes to COVID 2019. Let's see if we can get a, a British Open update uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, that is three eighteen. Our good buddy Ted Emmerich with the uh, British Open update. We'll get you another Open update if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle in our next half hour. It's uh, nineteen minutes after three three nineteen. Tom and Ward and EP, we're glad you're with us. Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's bring you the uh, we uh, we had a chance. In the uh, I don't know. I think it was yesterday, Ward, that we caught up with Dave Archer. Dave Archer played quarterback uh, at Iowa State and uh, also uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, Redskins, Chargers, Eagles, had a, had a nice NFL career and now is working uh, in the media covering college football. And uh, it was a very interesting and intriguing conversation just listening to him talk X's and O's and listening to him talk about Dave Aranda. So if you happen to miss it yesterday, here's that conversation. Does great
5: work on uh, Sirius XM, RE, Satellite Radio, uh, Big 12 uh, today, Big 12 this morning. And uh, really good to see you. you guys. You've only been talking on the air for the last six hours, right? Yeah, so this, is, gonna...
9: this is an easy deal, though, John. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to make up the content. The content's coming to well, us, Well, that right? is so, for sure, yeah. yes,
5: yes. It is a target-rich environment here. No question about well, we'll it. We'll only keep you a couple minutes, and I know you're headed out, headed to Phoenix. But uh, how things go for you guys? Uh, what, what is anything overriding? that you learned in the last couple of days just
9: just so impressed with the leadership that each one of these universities have um, we had a chance to talk to Dave Aranda as I'm sure he came by and drifted by and talked to you guys um, as well as all the other uh nine big 12 coaches uh but Dave is such a visual guy and I was thinking about as a player his ability to paint pictures for you as to what what you're looking at he was talking about his defense and I said how do you stay diverse defensively and how do you kind of muddy the water if you will and he says well the first thing you have to do and he may have talked to you guys about it, you have to establish and I'm going to use a baseball analogy says yeah you got to establish a fastball mm-hmm. i got to have a high level fastball that i can get guys out with so that's my go to and then i can sprinkle in a curveball changeup or something like that And so then he then he related that to his five up front they don't know who's coming Am I bringing Petrie off the edge? Am I? Is Terrell blitzing in the second level? Is he coming? So if I create some uncertainty as to what four or five guys I'm bringing, that's my fastball. And then I'll disguise in the back end where I've got four across the board. Am I playing cover four? Am I playing quarter, quarter, half? Am I playing cover three? And so that's my, and so now that's that's what my go-to is, and then I can sprinkle in zone blitz. I can I can bring uh you know bring people a corner fire those kind of things, and that's my changeup on my curve. I just thought it was so visual, and as a player, I'm thinking, wow, I could really grip that. Yeah. You know, he was talking about Terrell Bernard, and that back in you get that big dude in the middle that he's got uh, that, that that transferred in at 350 pounds at the nose tackle spot. I've got a linebacker that's 6'1", 225 pounds that runs about four five four six. Now, all of a sudden, his ability to read, and he says, "I want him to be my running back back there." So, if if Brees Hall steps to his steps to his right, and's going to run that stretch player, but John Robinson. That's exactly what Terrell Bernard's doing, and he's going to meet him right in the hole. Just such really cool visual stuff yeah. that I think simple yet complex. Really, you, you, the simp, uh, the simplicity of it, and that's good coaching, man. That's those are the guys that get it, and they can get guys to play at the level they want them yeah. to play at.
5: Is this the first time you've talked to Dave face to face? I know you had him yeah. on before. Yeah, well
9: Dave hadn't been face to face with many of anybody <laughs> well, for, for the last two years. Uh,
5: in Waco a little right. bit, but not even much there. Right. He he I know you get a sense by what you said of he just loves talking X's and O's and talking schemes and man that is in his wheelhouse.
9: Oh, and it, it is me too. Yeah. I, I could have sat there and talked to him for thirty minutes, yeah. but you know, we got we gotta let him go to talk to other people. <laughs> but yeah, he was so funny. Very – soft-spoken guy yet what you said was you kind of it was like that EF Hutton commercial where you kind of leaned yeah, in yeah, you wanted to yeah. listen to what he was saying it was really really cool and, and and then his guys and then of course Terrell Bernard comes over there and he's like it's like talking to the Godfather you listen to this guy's voice he sounds he sounds like he sounds like Marlon Brando come here I'll do you a favor you want to I mean, yeah I'll do you, you'll do you a favor hit you right in the mouth is what he'll hit you I mean just uh impressive impressive guys and uh, it's going to be a fun year, guys.
0: We were, we've were we been talking the last couple of days just the, just what this league could look like, particularly on the defensive side for all these football teams. I mean, all of these teams could have high caliber, high quality defense.
9: Yeah, we were just finishing up the show over there on SiriusXM, and, and I said to the guys, I said, you know what, we've talked so much about offensive football and all the different, you know, the great running backs in this conference, wide receivers, some really good quarterbacks, some offensive linemen we're going to see star in the league. I said, I will not be surprised at the end of the season if we're talking about the best players in this conference are on the defensive side of the ball.
5: Is it, uh, has this met your expectations the last couple of days?
9: It's been fun. It's yeah. always good to get face-to-face, get to see you, John, yeah. and, and, and and some of our other guys that contribute so much to us. You guys, the voices of college football are, are, are invaluable to us and certainly to me. I treasure that. That's something I grew up on. So it's fun to talk to you guys. That's good. Uh, have you gotten past uh, the time I cried on the air with you guys? Uh, uh, I, I, you were know, there that morning, weren't you, you? Yeah, you made me cry. So was, uh, I felt like we both <laughs> cried on, on the air. I, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. You're, <laughs> you're wrapped up in it, and that's what we and you so eloquently did it, whether you think it was eloquent or no, not. It was not eloquent. Well, the ability to take us there, and that's what the voices of college football, college basketball, what you've been through—you've—you've you've ridden the really low, low times, and ridden and fortunately for this year, you got to ride that high ride. And you were here—you were here in this building a few years ago with a Baylor football team, uh, and now you got a chance to do it with that incredible basketball team of Scott Drews.
5: Well, we'll let you go. You've been uh, on the air for a long time already. Last couple of days, but it is great to see you in person, Thanks, and Sean. I really appreciate you guys. I mean, uh, SiriusXM Channel 375 is the Big 12 channel, and you guys do a great job you really do well you
9: guys set a high bar tom john just a good be good with you guys the bar is set uh, in these different cities in the big 12 and we just try to try to match up to what you guys are doing
5: well and scooter keeps you on, on track
9: doesn't he he, d- he does yeah, yeah he's well, st- still trying to get him to grow a little bit a little bit short I can't <laughs> it's
0: not gonna get happen to yeah it's not gonna <laughs>
10: happen <laughs>
0: All right, that was our uh, our conversation uh, with uh, Dave Archer talking about the Big Twelve and and talking to some of the national guys. Ward, it uh, it was interesting and and almost intriguing to hear their impressions of the league.
1: Yeah, a lot of them, and he just Dave just said, you know, he thinks that some of the best players may be on the defensive side. Um, That's something you don't hear about Big Twelve football in in any stretcher uh, of the imagination. So, um, I. That intrigues me a little bit. I I'm not there yet. I'm not gonna believe it till I see it because I just think the offenses are so good. Uh and
0: Well, and that, that was Matt that, Wells's point. Yeah. He I, goes the the defenses aren't good, but every team's gonna have a special quarterback, a special running back, and a special wide receiver. Yeah. At least one.
1: Yeah, and and they go fast and just about everybody in the league wants to get as many snaps as they can. And, you know, that that in turn puts a lot of strain on the defense and then you know, you have – sometimes it doesn't work out for the offense, so you get two or three three and outs, and that puts more strain on the defense. And that's why you see the defenses in the Big 12 maybe a little bit tired and and maybe a little bit behind the eight ball in some cases. So, you know, I'll believe it when I see it that the Big 12 is a defensive league, but I'm not even close to it yet.
0: And I'm not going to say that it's a defensive league, but I will tell you this. And he, he – uh, uh, I think it was Neil Brown visiting with us on Wednesday, the head coach at West Virginia, and he said the only true spread team – Left in the Big 12 is your Red Raiders," he said. "Everybody else has versions of it, mm-hmm. but like at Baylor, they're gonna. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. Baylor's gonna want to run the football and throw it intermediately. They, they're gonna want that seven to twelve yard pass. Now they will stretch it from time to time, but that is not gonna be the strength of the football team. It, they're gonna try to run the football and they're gonna try. I think Baylor's gonna try to formation you to death. I think they're gonna have a handful of plays." And they're having different looks to try to confuse you with in, in that spread look and that wide offense that they're talking about. But it's going to uh, be interesting. Yeah. It, it, but you know, when you stop and think about it, the head coach at TCU is defensive minded. The head mm-hmm. coach at Baylor is defensive minded. Uh, the you know uh, the head coach at what at Kansas State is is from the defensive side of the football. There's a lot of defensive guys. And then I think when you stop to look at, at what these teams have coming back, well, heck, most of Baylor's defense is back. What ten of the ten of the eleven or nine of the eleven, something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I was reading where uh, one team had eighty percent of. The, there's a lot of veteran guys from the defensive side of the football that are back and playing football uh, in the Big Twelve. So uh, you know, I I, I don't know. If it's, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, it's like one guy said yesterday. I don't, we're not talking about the big 10 where it's three yards in a cloud of dust.
11: No, it but won't it's, be that. It's,
0: it's not going to be who has the ball last either, which at times that's what the league looked like. I mean, and I don't know about you guys, but I didn't have any fun watching that where it wasn't. The only strategy was who can score with little or no time left on the clock to, to prevent the other team from scoring
1: sandlot football
0: that's exactly right go or down bas- the
1: bu- you know football on basketball on grass yeah, a lot of times
0: go down to the bumper touch the red light you know uh you know the turn signal and, ter- and turn around and I'll, uh, I'll throw you the ball i mean that's kind of sometimes it felt like the big 12 looked like uh but i think you, you you'll see a lot more i don't know i mean i think the sec is more wide open than the big 12 now from an offensive standpoint you got guys throwing the ball all over the football field in the sec
1: I think you're going to have that in the Big 12, too. I just do. They're they're too talented at quarterback, too talented at wide receiver. I think you might see a little bit more of the running game uh, incorporated. But I I still think when it comes down to it on Saturdays, you're going to see teams migrate to how many snaps can we get in and how fast can we go right now?
0: All right. We'll see. Uh,
1: I'd like to see it the other way. I
0: don't think you're going to see that here. I just don't think that they're going for number of snaps anymore here we'll find out. I mean, just listening to what I heard yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and
1: I, I think that that's the game plan, but if you fall behind, what are you going to do?
0: Well, then you, you obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're playing from behind, any of them are going to, you know, because that's the strategy scoring, get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty simple strategy, too. Yeah, exactly. Here's the big, here's the big thing. Don't fall behind. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> man, the key. Manage the game. That's the key. Uh, all right, so 329, 29 minutes after 3 o'clock. This is, uh, I started to say game time. It is not. This is the Matt Mosley program. <laughs> NEP, we're going to do a little housekeeping here. Are we coming up on number two or... Yeah, okay. So let's do that. Let's go ahead and take take our break right here, and then we'll come back. We'll get to some more of uh, talking some football with you, talking some golf with you, and, and we'll get into some baseball. We'll do that here in just a couple of minutes on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your your offensive
12: football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and we want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, that would be great.
4: Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN
1: Central Texas Sports Center update. All star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID 19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half and leaving the American League All Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday, following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-laws' home in Northeast Seattle. Astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in Chicago, taking on the White Sox. First pitch at 7:10. Rangers start their second half of the season with Toronto, 6:07. First pitch, and you can catch
4: that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, 333. Tom Ward, EP. Glad you're with us. Uh, Ward just uh, with our Sports Center update talking about uh, Major League Baseball in Boston and New York. Uh, guys, all star outfielder Aaron Judge was among the uh, six New York Yankee players. Who tested positive for COVID nineteen yesterday, forcing the postponement of their game against the Boston Red Sox. And uh, it, it sounds like that they're going to try to play tonight. That that, that they're going to proceed with with the game tonight. What's the difference in the twenty four hours?
1: Well, those I, I guess they they did contact tracing, and the players that they have left weren't part of that contact tracing, right. and so they'll play with the rosters they have um, available to them and maybe they have to bring some guys up i don't know i don't know how that's got. that's one of the things that i want to tune in for tonight to try to see if they kind of explain how they got to where they are today to be able to play and 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 i'm i'm just guessing that that's what it is they did the contact tracing and they got enough left on both rosters that they can do it but it's real interesting too with aaron judd being part of that all-star extravaganza uh and now they're going to have to look at testing all the All-Stars that were there and start contact tracing those. I mean, what if a bunch of those start coming up positive?
0: And their families that went with oh, them. Oh, my and gosh. Just, you know, I
1: mean, this could be a huge snowball.
0: Oh, uh, the the people that participated in the home run derby and their pitching coaches and all their families that participated and, and were there. Uh, Aaron Boone, the uh, skipper of the New York Yankees, talked about uh, the situation Uh, when it comes to the Yankees and the Red Sox?
1: Tackle it as best we can, you know, as far as, um, you know, first and foremost, obviously anyone that's getting, that's testing positive, making sure they're, help them, you know, be as healthy as can be. You know, obviously we have a couple of them that have had symptoms, but are most, for the most part, doing pretty well. Um, So we'll just, you know, rally around them and give them the support they need and and see where this thing goes as, you know, the hours kind of unfold and we wait to get, you know, more of the lab-based testing back.
0: That is uh, Aaron Boone. And, and again, you know, there's just not much you can do. And they'll uh, they'll proceed with what they got tonight, and uh, it'll be the Yankees and the Red Sox, and they'll play. Meanwhile, Team USA is fighting a challenging scenario with COVID-19 as it tries to prepare for the uh, Tokyo Games uh the uh bradley bill will uh was placed in the protocol and was ruled out of the olympics uh on thursday and greg popovich is just sick about it
12: as far as
10: bradley's concerned i'm I'm dying for him uh we all are you know since he's a little kid this has been a dream of his and uh, he was playing great he was having fun uh you know, being a big part of us coming together chemistry-wise and as a family. And so for him and for his family, immediate family, uh, it's
0: devastating. So uh, we just feel horrible about it. Ward, you can hear it in Pop's voice.
1: Yeah, very disappointed. Um, not going to be able to make the trip. And, and you know, that that's got to be devastating because they've been ramping up getting ready to – you know, go to the Olympics, and it's you know not not an every year opportunity. It's not something you can say, "Well, there's next year." I mean, this is you know this is the Olympics, and who knows in three years from now when they do the Olympics again, if if he'll be even part of that roster. Um, so it's very disappointing not to be able to represent because I know it's important to a lot of these guys. And, and you know, even looking at you know a couple of other players that aren't going to make it, Love's not going to go because he's just not. He doesn't feel like that he is at his peak performance for the Olympics, and so he's bowed out too. So he's out of it, not because of COVID, because of he's physically not able to go. And you know, he was super disappointed listening to him talk about it too. Yeah, it's so it means something to these guys. Uh,
0: absolutely. Make no mistake about it. I know they're professional athletes, and I know they get a paycheck to per- to participate. But make no mistake about it. These dudes uh, take this very, very seriously, and they know what 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 this Olympic basketball team looked on, looked like when they made the transition from amateur athletes to professional athletes, and when Michael Jordan and those guys were beating people by seventy-five and eighty points. Make no mistake about it. This group knows the history of uh, USA uh, international basketball. All uh, right from the CNC collision center text line Jose says uh, yeah he'd go to a venue he he would certainly go to a venue he pointed out though that he is fully vaccinated and he would wear his mask going in and exiting you know where there's the the, the largest gathering of people mm-hmm. and that may be where we are maybe that may be hey get vaccinated wear your mask anyway and go enjoy the last thing that you want to see. And I, and I know why we did it. I mean, you, we don't have to rehash why we did it. But the one thing that was very devastating, uh, to me anyway, Ward, was when we just started shutting everything down, all the sports venues. And again, I understand why we did it. I, I get it. We knew nothing about what was going on. You had to take precautions. There was a fear factor involved in it. Let Make no mistake about it. There's fear of the unknown. And so we, you know, we're we're canceling the NCAA basketball tournament. We're canceling baseball games. We're canceling canceling the college world. We're canceling everything. Mm -hmm. We're shutting it down. I mean, we we basically pulled the plug.
1: We didn't even shut down just sports. We shut down everything.
0: Yeah, we shut down. You know, basically the world. You know, minus what was uh, from the you know from necessity was basically the only thing that was available to us, but. And I certainly hope we're not going back in that direction for many, many reasons. And one of the things that we talked about, you could talk about the virus and the effect of the virus, but how about the mental health of people that were basically locked down? Mm -hmm. I mean, that drove people crazy, uh, you know, being locked down. And uh, it's so I I hope we can uh, I'm hoping this is a, a, a bump in the road. No pun intended. I hope this is just. I hope it's a spike that, that we can control, but it it's there. Make no mistake about it. It's 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 back. Uh, or it hasn't really gone it hasn't anywhere. It has not gone anywhere. It hadn't gone anywhere. But They're I mean just seeing surges. We're just we're seeing a surge and, and let's hope that it is just that a surge and, and that we can uh, we can get this uh get this back under control. And you know, you just don't want to see sporting events and you don't want to see life shut shut down again mm-hmm. and that's that's basically what we were doing we were we were working and we were going to the grocery store and we were all just kind of hanging out at home and man that was that was rough difficult so uh anyway i hope that uh that that that's not where we're headed with this and uh, you know and i and for the i i sincerely hope that we're able to to execute the Olympic Games in Tokyo without a lot of major setbacks. I mean, and I'm starting to worry about that. And I'm starting to to have some concern about our not only our our team in Tokyo, but all of the teams, all of the people. What about all the fans and family that are going to fly to Tokyo? They're not. So, it, it's fanless. Yeah, there, there's mean, not going to
1: be any there's not going to be any fans in Tokyo. There's not going to be any fans Uh, Even the locals aren't allowed. They shut that down. So uh, it's just going to be a made-for-television event, uh, and I think that they'll be able to control it. It'll be like the uh, bubble was. So you know there'll be a lot of testing done, and they'll uh, do what they need to do to try to keep as many athletes available, Uh, and and hopefully they can, and I think they can. I mean, look, if they they got through the NBA season, they got through baseball, they got through the NFL season, uh, they'll figure out a way – to make this work for the Olympics, but it's unfortunate for the athletes. It's unfortunate for the fans that they're not going to be able to enjoy the Olympics as, as a normal Olympics with, with the fans in the stands and, and watching and you know, all your family there, if you can afford to have them over there. And, uh, so it's, it's going to be very, very different, but I, I have no doubt that they'll get through this.
0: We were talking with the commissioner of the big 12, Bob Bowlesby, uh, Wednesday i believe it was on uh, on the program and one of the things that he talked about and he mentioned it in his general address that you know kind of the state of the conference situation is uh is they you know th- they're very vigilant of covid-19 and they are certainly not sticking their head in the sand when it comes to covid-19 but also they're not putting any any anything in place right now. There's 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 no protocols. There's no pr- uh, procedures in place right now, and they're not going to. So they're not going to act or react in July, Ward. So and and I think that was kind of prudent. I mean, he's they're certainly aware of where we are and what's going on, but they're not going to. They're not going to put anything in place, and then. Have to start tweaking it as they go. They're going, they're going to wait and they're they're going to do their due diligence. The conference office is when it comes to to any protocols and what happens with COVID nineteen.
1: Well, he had, he did say you know one of the things that he said in his State of the Union was he he encourages all athletes, all coaches, all staff to get vaccinated. It's not only good uh, for them, but it's also anybody in society needs to get vaccinated unless it's for religious reasons or health reasons you need to have a vaccination and he was very point to the blank i i'm not gonna you know this this is how it has to be for our society uh and he didn't hold anything back and so um they want everybody to be vaccinated in the big 12 and i i think that they will do the best they can to, to make that happen and again just because you're vaccinated and I'm not trying to rain on anything, but you know these three players for the Yankees that popped up first yesterday, they were all vaccinated. But again, it's not as it's not as a it doesn't take a, a toll on your body as bad. The if you're, severity of the, yeah, of the
0: of the of the of the infection
1: is not as bad. They say with the with the vaccination. So um, you know, I I honestly didn't know that. I thought if you were vaccinated, you couldn't get it. I mean, I thought that's what the vaccination was. To prevent you from getting COVID nineteen, but obviously oh, that's not where we're at. No,
0: and, I, and just like when you take a flu vaccination, it doesn't prevent you from getting the flu, but it certainly helps in controlling. So, uh, and and I think that's you know again, if we can get everybody on board there, then maybe you can control it when you do get it, and it's the severity is not as you know as 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 intense as it could be for those who are not vaccinated. I mean. So, uh again, you know, we we've got Major League Baseball, we've got uh, NFL camps coming up. We got hey, look, the college kid first practice for Baylor's August 6th. Mm-hmm. August 6th. That is just around the corner. 3 weeks away. Yeah. So, you know, how how do how do you proceed there? I mean, do you proceed business as usual? Well, you know, I think over the next few days and the next week or so, we're going to Kind of see how this thing goes, and again, there. This may be, uh, as you pointed out, this may be just a spike. This may be a couple of of uh, bumps in the road. And, I, and, and look, we're going to have this. I mean, it, it it is. We're not wiping out COVID nineteen in less than two years. I mean, that's. I mean, that's not realistic. It's how do we proceed and how do we live our lives in some of some normalcy with COVID-19. I, it, at least that's how I look at it. And, and, uh, you try to figure things out and make decisions for us that are, uh, that are in our best interest. So, uh, anyway, we will get back into some college football talk in just a couple of minutes, but want to get you an update on what's going on in the uh, golf tournament. And it is time for a British open update. Well, it's pretty clear listening to Ted Emmerich uh, with uh, with that update uh, on the British Open Ward that uh, the weather is good, and mm-hmm. that's allowing those guys to, to score. Now, the weather can change in a blink, as you know there, which can wreak havoc on on golf. But right now, I mean, Louis in at 11-under. Uh, you got uh, a couple of Americans, Colin Morikawa at 9-under, and then Jordan Spieth from Austin is uh, at eight under so you got a couple of americans that are that are in the neighborhood of louis Oosthuizen, but 11 under at the halfway point that's pretty impressive
1: that's very impressive for the british open and again it's because the weather has not played havoc on the british open as of yet um give it 24 hours 48 hours it may uh, or it may not uh, it's just very unusual to see the british open not have a little bit of rain and sometimes sideways rain and <laughs> yeah. the wind blowing and everybody trying to Run for cover. Uh, it's it's very unusual for the British Open to get through the uh, first couple of rounds without any type of uh, weather incident, so good for them. I, I think it's fun, but I also do enjoy them trying to fight the elements.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, to me, that's the golf tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, number one, it's it's uh, the oldest golf tournament of the majors. Number two, it's... It's always a tough it's, course. It's always, you know, they've got several courses that they choose from uh, in in Great Britain. I mean, from uh, golf courses in Ireland and Scotland and, of course, uh, in England. Uh, and, and it's typically a, a Lynx course, and most of the time, I would say it's, uh, it's in... Or around water, uh, and in in, I'm like you. I mean, to watch the golf tournament today and see the sun out and see it pretty and. You're like, are, are they really in England? Uh, I mean, you know, are they you know, are they really in Great Britain? Come on now. Uh, yeah, I'm like you. I want to see the wind blowing about 25 or 30, and I want to see it raining sideways. And, you know, and I want to see them in a pot bunker that's, you know, that's 15 feet deep. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, right now it looks like it's just a Sunday afternoon stroll at the golf course. And, uh, again, Louis Ooste in at 11 under par. All right, so 350, 10 away from four. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we're going to get to uh, – some audio from Lincoln Riley. He was at. There were some interesting conversations. With, I mean, there were some really thoughtful, in-depth questions. But then there were some that you're like, "Huh? Really? We're we're going to talk about that?" But you know, that that's that's the media. That's what we do. Uh, so we'll we'll get into some of that. You know, uh, is is horns up, horns down? A uh, a personal foul for unsportsmanlike conduct and taunting. Give
11: uh, me a break. <laughs>
0: So, that was that was part of the conversation piece yesterday or the day before. Uh, no, it was yesterday when the uh, officials uh, were, were there. Anyway, we'll get into that in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas and the Matt Mosley Show.
10: John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the Home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 Football Previews, presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Rowan, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
9: At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridess, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com.
7: Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174.
5: Rediscover the thrill of driving with power and exceptional handling and control in a new 2021 Cadillac from Richard Carr Cadillac. Whether you drive the dynamic 2021 CT4 or CT5 sedan or the sporty and spacious XT4, XT5, or XT6 lineup of SUVs, starting at only $32,900, the Cadillac of your dreams is waiting now to make your 2021 an exceptional year at an affordable price. Test drive from the expansive selection at Richard Car Cadillac or let us bring a test drive to you. Go to RichardCarCadillac.com to schedule a test drive today.
11: Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with pay starting at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging at $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. An equal opportunity employer including disability and all
0: right, three fifty three, seven away from four o'clock. This is the Matt Mosley Show. The Matt Mosley Show is presented by Central National Bank, and it is brought to you in part by Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, and Cherry Attorneys at Law. Tom Ward, EP, we're glad you're with us. It's 3:54. Uh, uh, Lincoln Riley was asked if he thought his uh, that if he wanted his football team to to feel like and think that they own the Big 12. As you know, guys, they have dominated the conference in conference championships. What uh, six in a row, something like that, mm-hmm. and and just have absolutely been dominant uh, in the league and and he was asked uh, point blank, does he want his football team to feel like that they that they own the the Big Twelve Conference?
14: I don't know about the statement. I mean, I each year is its own year, and I know you know we all want to write and talk about you know, you know streaks or or winning this many, and that's all great, but I think you know for that team, it was an opportunity. With with so many things not going our way, some within our control, some not within our c- control of who we were gonna, you know, who we were gonna be. Uh, I do think it shows the the championship DNA of this program that I felt like our team was not gonna accept, uh, you know, mediocrity. And uh, so I, I very much appreciate about that team. Um, we have a lot of respect for this league. We have a lot of respect for what it takes to win this league, and it's not. I think a lot of times on the outside, it's people just think it's a given, and it's anybody that thinks that doesn't know college football. You know, they 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 haven't been inside the ropes. They don't understand it. It, it is it, it takes so much, and it's so hard. And there's everybody's a good coach, and everybody has good players. And uh, each year's so different, each game's so different. So, um, you know, we're we're excited about some of the success that we've had, but we know that's not going to make a whole lot of difference in this coming year. We gotta we gotta go do it again.
0: How about that? I, I I think that was a great answer. Uh, Ward, you've coached. You know. He, he's 100% right. It's hard. It is hard to win a football game. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's Pop Warner or if it's the NFL or anything in between. And I think that was his point.
1: That That's exactly what he was talking about and being able to continue at a high level when you know, everybody is looking at you with the target on your back and being able to withstand that and what he was able to do last year. You know, they they had some bumps in the road last year. Didn't really know exactly what they had at quarterback. And, you know, even in the uh, Cotton Bowl game against Texas, they benched Spencer Rattler and then brought him back. And uh, eventually he became, you know, who he is now. And so – you know, that was part of the process for Oklahoma. And being able to do that uh, on a Saturday each and every time, it's its not easy. And it's, it's hard to win a football game in the Big 12. It's hard to win a football game in college football. And so being able to do it at a high level like he's been able to do since he's taken over, it's pretty impressive. But, you know, that's the approach that he has to have. He can't go in there thinking, well, I'm up here, knock me off if you can, because that's just not the way it is.
0: And just because, I think his other point was pretty simple, just because they they have been dominant and they've gotten the job done more often than not, does not make it easy? And, and you know, it was, it's the hard work and and the commitment and the dedication that they put in that has allowed them to w- win football games, not because they're Oklahoma. You know, and they've got, you know, a sooner, you know, th- that's not why they're winning football games. They're winning football games because they're preparing and playing well and with with good football players. Mm-hmm. That's why they're winning football games. Well, sure. And it's not easy. E- even though they've made it look easy At times. from afar... From where we, you know, and again, they started 0-2 last year. Let's don't forget that.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they got they got rolling and got things got things going and, and, and won football games. They win football games because they prepare well. They put together good plans, and they got good players.
1: Yeah, and, that, and all that goes inside with each other. I mean, yeah. you know, look, Lincoln Riley has won four. Bob Stoops won the first two of the six uh, championships. I mean, he he's never lost a Big 12 championship as a head coach. So, you know, that, that in itself tells you a little bit about the pedigree that they believe they have and the work ethic that they put into it. But, again, it, it's a different year every year, and you're right. He's got to have the players in place, and he's got to have them believing that they're, they're doing things the right way. And, and so, you know, each and every year it's, it's a different group, and you've got to be able to mold that group and, and have them – withstand everything that everybody throws at you because everybody's coming for you on every Saturday.
0: All right, 358. We're a couple of minutes away from four. That is going to do it for the Matt Mosley show. Stay with us. We will come right back and we'll kick off game time. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. A high fly. Deep right center field. Taylor turning to look. It's gone. Texas Rangers baseball on ESPN Central Texas. There's A swing, and there's a drive the opposite way to deep left. Kemp is going back. He looks, and that ball is history. Follow the Texas Rangers all season long on your home for Texas Rangers baseball, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I
3: love my window.
1: UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com Or call 254-301-7760 And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love
3: my windows
12: They've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct
5: Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Last Chance Bar in Bell is under new ownership. This family-owned
7: and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel.
13: Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment.
7: Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music on Saturdays.
13: Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell
7: Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco.
13: With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop in to Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality
4: Waco for complete listing from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco K222 DC Waco K265 DV Temple ESPN Central Texas.
0: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting
4: all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White,
0: along with EP Garth. We welcome you into game time. It's about three minutes after four four oh three. Tom Ward and EP, as we roll through ATGIF, it's finally Friday, y'all, and we're uh, we're glad you're with us here this afternoon as we uh, get ready to talk sports with you here on this Friday afternoon. It was fun doing the Matt Mosley show. It almost sounded like our show, didn't it? I mean, uh-huh. it was just. <laughs> didn't sound like sounded just like your show <laughs> didn't sound anything like the Matt Mosley program <laughs> so anyway uh Matt Matt is by the way on vacation and he'll be back uh, on Monday and we uh we appreciate Matt giving us the option uh, or the uh the uh, the opportunity I should say to fill in for him it uh you know it's big shoes but uh we got it done and uh here we go with with game time this afternoon and we we're, we're talking uh, a lot about uh, the uh, the Big Twelve Media Days obviously that just took place Wednesday and Thursday, up in uh, AT and T Stadium, and we'll uh, we'll get into some more of that with you this afternoon. We are talking to Major League Baseball for obvious reasons. The second half, uh, it's the official, uno- the unofficial start rather of the second half because look, we're we're already past the halfway point of the Major League Baseball season. The Rangers have played ninety. So there's 72 left. that they're beyond the halfway point. but this is the the all-star break is kind of the unofficial mark of the of the halfway point of the baseball season. So we'll get into that and we'll talk about the Rangers a little bit. We'll talk about Joey Gallo, quite frankly. Um, and whether the Rangers should want to deal Joey Gallo or whether the Rangers have, you know, right now, in, in my opinion, and I think others and I think you would agree. That this year for the Rangers is about building, about building and finding those building blocks to build your ball club. Mm-hmm. Do they have that in Joey Gallo? And if they do, why on earth would you want to shop him? If you don't believe that he's one of your core building blocks, then why on earth would you not want to shop him? So, Ranger management has to make a decision on. I, I think on Joey, I, I would like to see Ranger management say. Look, Joy Gallo's not available. He's one of our core pieces. Or, look, we're trying to build our club, and if we get the right opportunity, then we're going to entertain all, 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 all conversations. No, well, I think which that's a translation of he's he's available.
1: Well, I I think anybody and everybody should be available for this Ranger organization right now. Why? I, because you don't have anybody that's a core piece. You have to try to figure out what you're going to do. So hang on, and, let me
0: stop you. You don't believe, and this is, and I I don't know what I believe yet on Joy Gallo. You don't believe Joy Gallo's a core piece? No. Okay. See, that's so if you're in the GM chair. You're shopping
1: him. Every, everybody. I'm not shopping him, but I'm listening to every to everybody that calls. I'm listening.
0: Then why aren't you shopping him if you don't believe he's a core piece? Because
1: I, I don't think that you go out there and you shop anybody right now. I don't think you he's have got a one per- year
0: left on his deal.
1: I don't think there's anybody for the Rangers that you look at and go, okay, I've got a good piece here. Let me go see what I can get for him. I think you sit back and let the clubs come to you and say, what What do you you know What do you want for this guy? Or here, I got this. I. But you have to. You have to figure out a way to rebuild this thing to where you can get some guys that that you're not going to stuff away uh, in minor league baseball for the next five, six years. You've got to get some guys that are closer to being ready. And I'm not saying ready to come up now because you're not going to get any – there's not a, a player on the Rangers organization right now that you can trade for somebody that's ready right now. It's just – it's not going to happen.
0: I don't know who was who was it on the program. Was it John Wilson or was it uh, uh, from the Ranger Radio Network, uh,
1: Jared Sandler? Jared
0: Sandler. One of them. And it was Jared. That's who it was. Because I said the same thing. I said, "Hey, look, if you're going to shop, don't you need to get people that are right there on the edge, and you want to go put them in a major league lineup and see if they can play?" And he said, "No, he'll take minor league pieces." Yeah, so everybody you'll take, has.
1: You'll, you'll take minor league guys that are that are close. You don't want to get some that are a class A guy. Yeah, you're, you you right. don't want to get some that are going to be down there for the next 3 you, or 4 or 5 years. You, you need some guys that are going to be Frisco ready by 2022, 2023.
0: You want double A guys that you could put in Frisco right now and keep an eye. On. I I I so I was wrong in that aspect if you if you're going with that concept. I I was under the, I was thinking, hey, look, you want to get guys that you can put right in that major league lineup. They may be overmatched a little bit, but you're going to know whether or not they can play. And he said, no, that's not what he was thinking at all. But Mm -hmm. my deal with Gallo is simple. Either he is or he isn't. And if he isn't, he's hot right now. He's walking a lot. He's hitting big bombs. Right. Go get what you can get for him if you don't think he's a core piece. And a month ago, I was convinced he was not a core piece. Today, I don't know.
1: I, I watch so, him today, think... and
0: I'm going to help build around him. He, he's a plus plus outfielder, right? Right. He can catch and throw. He's he's getting on base with walks when when they're not throwing in pitches to hit. He's not striking out. When somebody comes in. He's walking. So, mm-hmm. uh,
1: I, I I you need pitching, and if if there, if you get the right pitchers for anybody on this roster. You take them. So you say everybody's available. Everybody out there is available. Everybody's Every thinking one of them.
0: All right. I'm just curious because I want to know what what you think when it comes to. They're not uh,
1: close enough to be holding on to pieces right now. No, they're too far away.
0: But you you have so where do you start if you're going to keep shopping at the people? bottom? If you're, that's easy to say. What I'm asking you is. What is the bottom? Tell me what the bottom everything.
1: is. you got to build everything. You better go get pitching first, and then you can fill in everything else later.
0: Well, see, and I agree with pitching. So is Kyle Gibson available? Yes. Absolutely, he is, because he's a veteran guy. He's not a young arm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you ha- what if, and this is a, a hypothetical, but what if Kyle Gibson was uh, was 25 years old? He's available. Still.
1: You're too far away. If you're the Rangers, you're too far away to have anybody say that, hey, we've we've got this core piece right here. We're going to build around this core pieces. They don't have anything right now. They are too far away. They're in DAL, and they're going to stay in DAL until they find a way to get some pitching and then start building everything else from there.
0: See, I I think at some point you got to say, here's the bottom. This is our first piece. Here's our second piece. If you keep... In that sellers' mode, that shoppers' mode, where's where's the where's the base? You gotta you gotta begin well, That's what I'm
1: saying. You gotta go get the base. They don't have it right now. They ain't got it.
0: So you're saying Gallo's not a piece?
1: No, Did not you? if the right deal comes along. He's not.
0: See, you keep throwing if in there. What is the if got to do with it? It he has it. everything to do with it. You don't just trade him just to trade his I, ass. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. But you can people are gonna want him. Well, I think so. Possibly. I I think Right now, the way he's going right now. But you don't let
1: him go just because people want him. They better have the right offer, or you can say, nope, that's not good enough.
0: Then you have just decided that he is good enough to keep.
1: But I didn't say he wasn't good enough to keep. I said he's available. He's absolutely available if the right deal comes along. But you don't give him for just anything. You're trying to say that I'm saying that he's... You you're trying to get rid of him. Yeah, I'm not saying that. But me, you entertain every offer you get from him.
0: I get that, but it almost sounds like you're willing to trade apples for apples. And I and and I'm I mean, if he's if he's a core piece, he's either a core piece or he isn't in my mind. He's not. I mean, it's a black and white deal. He's
1: not. He's available. If you're saying he's a core piece that you're absolutely he's off limits, he's not off limits. There is not a player on that team That is off limits.
0: All right. So we want to get your opinions there uh, on our CNC Collision Center text line. 254-662-1660. Joey Gallo. Connor Falefa. Adoles Garcia. Are you shopping them all? Are they all available? Are you entertaining phone calls on all of these guys? Gibson, you certainly are. Mm -hmm. I think everybody in this room will agree with that. but where where does the where does it where does the where does that building block begin? Where does it begin? That's all I'm trying to figure out. Where does it begin? Does it begin with a Gallo in right field? Are you saying he's a plus plus outfielder and he certainly can hit the ball 9 million miles? If that's your starting spot, he's young enough to build around, we're going to build around him. Is that where we begin? Or is he available too? We want your opinions on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. We step aside, and we're right back with more in just a moment.
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another humid night in store for us with partly cloudy skies and a low of around 76 degrees. We'll maintain southerly winds tonight into tomorrow morning between 5 to 10 miles per hour, some gusting to 20 miles per hour. Saturday shaping up to be another warm one with mostly sunny skies and a high of 94. Heat index values will be anywhere from 99 degrees to 103 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com.
10: John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 Football Previews. Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie. Georgia's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254 855 8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254
8: 855 8889. We are
7: farmers.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. All star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID 19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half and leaving the American League All Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday, following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-laws' home in Northeast Seattle. Astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in Chicago, taking on the White Sox. First pitch at 7:10. Rangers start their second half of the season with Toronto, 6:07. First pitch, and you can catch that
4: game on ESPN Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 416, 16, 16 minutes after four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. EP as well, and our 4 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Goodfeet. See what Goodfeet can do with you with a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, let's uh, go back to our uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Hell yeah, you want to go back to it because everybody thinks you're right. No, uh, he's sitting there pointing at the uh, at the computer. So here's what uh, one fan from the two five four said: Simple. I'm with Ward on this one, and, and you certainly can be. Uh, here's another. It says the Rangers stink. Burn it to the ground and start over. Go get pictures. Use Gallo. To, uh to get multiple pitchers in a perfect world you do that but you got to orchestrate that it, it, it's it's not gonna someone's not gonna say hey look we're gonna gut our farm for a for a power hitting outfielder we're,
1: depends we're, on how close they are too though
0: well I, if I that's get that. if
1: that's the piece that they need to make a run that's that's when you have the advantage
0: well yeah so it brings me back to if that's the piece joy gallows the piece That you think is going to put you over the top to win a world championship? Because that's what we're talking about. It's it's, it's win it or bust. It's not get there. Right. You're not doing that to get there. You're doing that to win. Right. Then wouldn't he be a core piece? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) All right, 18 minutes after 4, your opinions, please, at 254-662-1660. 254 1660 That's our CNC Collision Center text line. I'll uh, tell you what let's do. As uh, as you think about that and ponder that, let's dive back into some college football. One of the things that I talked to Matt Wells about, the this is your guy, Texas Tech football coach. Yeah, is he or is he not your guy? Is he or is he not your guy? No. You're a Red Raider. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> we talked, and it's almost like, honestly, it's. It, it, He's it was, hanging on by a thread.
1: I'll tell you that I, I, right now. I get
0: that. I get, and I think he gets that. Uh, w- when you talk about the coaching fraternity, and that's what it is, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's like I talked to him. I said, hey, look, there's 10 people in America that know what it's like to coach college, fo- Big 12 college football in 2021. 10. Mm-hmm. Pretty small little group, and uh, and he and then he started explaining how this thing pieces together. We
15: start thinking about it. Um, you know, Gary Patterson coached me at Utah State, so I've known Gary since uh, since I was ten. Uh, excuse me, uh, eighteen. Um, uh, Mike Gundy recruited me. I was just telling that story. Mike Gundy recruited me to Oklahoma State. I think it was his first two years. He was the receivers coach in, in Stillwater. Right after he was done playing, he called me every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock, uh, religiously. Wow. Um, junior, that's back when you could call juniors. We yeah. can't call juniors now, yeah. but uh, uh, Mike called me for, for a year and a half. You know, that, that didn't end up working out for me, and they didn't end up, end up offering. But, you know, Mike and I go back to, to when I was in high school as well. So you do have those relationships, you know. Lincoln's, you know, played at Texas Tech, you know, and uh, – you know, I tried to hire Chris, Chris Clyman, uh when I first became head coach as my D coordinator. After Aranda turned me down,
0: I try. I try
15: obviously, I was on the right guys. Huh? Exactly, Chris Kleiman, exactly. Dave Aranda, yeah. but uh, yeah, you.
0: That is uh, that is uh, Coach Matt Wells as uh, he was kind of going through uh, the six degrees of coaching in the Big 12. Wells went on to talk a little bit about how this conference does have quality defenses, and and uh, it, but he also pointed out that you're going to play against a high-caliber quarterback and a high-caliber wide receiver each and every Saturday in the Big 12 conference race.
15: You know, um, I don't think it gets enough credit, whether it's, it's uh, Aranda, um, it's Alex Grinch at Oklahoma. Coach Patterson, obviously, gets, has gotten a lot of very due, uh, very deserved credit at TCU. They're extremely well coached every year. John Heacock up at Iowa State does a great job. Jim Knowles at Oklahoma State. These guys do really good. Um, you know, I think that's one area, you know, at Texas Tech, we have made improvement. Uh, as I said earlier, we were close to awful. Uh, on defense in 2019, I think, uh, you know, bringing in Derek Jones in secondary and moving Keith, our, our D coordinator, coordinate from the safety spot. Those two guys have solidified that secondary, and we made big jumps. we got to make a jump this year. Um, but uh, I think the defenses in this league, first of all, there's a challenge every Saturday in this league. I think there's a legit play caller, there's a legit QB, and there's a legit wideout usually on every team in the Big 12 has good in all three of those areas, and so I think that is a, as big a challenge as they've ever had, but I do think the defense in this league needs to get a little
0: bit more credit. That is um, Coach Wells talking about defense in the Big 12, and I'm telling you, everybody that came by our our spot, Ward, one of the conversation pieces always seemed to circle back to defense, and, and defense was really a conversation piece Wednesday and Thursday at Big 12 Media Days, which is, as you know, in this league, <laughs> you're like, what? Huh?
1: Yeah, it, it hasn't been relevant uh, for a long time in the Big 12. It's It's been, you know, the, the faster you go, the better you go. Uh, I, I do think that, you know, more teams in the Big 12, as you pointed out earlier today, that are making a conscious effort to rectify that and, and make the defense be more prevalent. Um, and look... You, the old saying is "Defense wins championships." Football hadn't changed that much, and so you know that that's been the problem for OU uh, in in the past three what three four attempts in the college football playoffs. The reason why they they can't get it done is because their defense stinks.
0: And they've improved their defense dramatically in the last year or Still so. not there yet. No, they're, they're, but they are much better. And that's why their sure. their hopes are high for a national championship this year. Okay, so let's do this. You've coached. You've played at Tech. What are the priorities in camp for the Red Raiders this year? And then we're going to let you hear what Coach Wells thinks the priorities are.
1: Well, for me, I I think the first thing you got to do, you got to figure out who your quarterback is. They they don't know uh, who their quarterback is. They've got to fix that. Uh, They have got to not only fix that, they've got to find some sort of running game to complement the passing game uh, for the Red Raiders so they can get the tough yards when needed, so they can um, close a game out if they have the opportunity to close a game out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the next thing is they've got to get better on defense. They've got to create turnovers, uh, and they have got to find a way to get the defense off the field and get some three and outs. If they do that, they can be an improved football team.
0: And they better be an improved football team if that staff wants to stay around. Which yeah, there's, is there's what, no doubt. Which is what shocked me about Coach Cumbie going back to Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a one and done deal?
1: Could be. I mean, if they don't get it done, I, I don't. I don't know that Matt Wells will be around. Uh, and, and maybe uh, Sonny Cumbie just said, you know, look, he, it's his alma mater. He wanted to have that opportunity. And it, when he was at TCU, he was splitting time, calling plays, and then wasn't calling plays, and then, then calling plays. Co-coordinating. Co-coordinating. And so now he gets an opportunity to, to just straight coordinate. I think that all those factors went into him making that decision to go back out to Lubbock. But And maybe the biggest one was he gets an opportunity to go back to Lubbock and and. and be where he was a quarterback and a very good quarterback for the Red Raiders. So, um, But it it might be. If they don't turn things around um, and you see a drastic – I'm not talking just a little. I think you have to see a drastic improvement for the Red Raiders. Mm -hmm. Or it could be Matt Wells last year.
0: And and we all know that co-coordinator thing is – does not work. No, it does. Uh, first of all, they they do that so they can give somebody some more money for, to be. A well, they're just trying to keep and, them and appease them. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, those were your thoughts on the priorities in fall camp. Here's what Coach Wells said about his Red Raider team. Yeah, we
15: got to shore up our punt team. Uh, I got to come up with a you know who's going to win the kicking job. Obviously, who's going to win the quarterback job. You know, I think we're growing up. Some young. We have really good very good. We've done a nice job in recruiting our our young outside receivers. We're big, we're tall, we're physical, they're just young. Mm-hmm. So growing them up and, and they're going to have to get in the fire though. They got to get in the fire. They got to go between those white lines and and uh, they got to go make plays and gain confidence. But um you know, I think the addition of caitlin Geiger outside uh, transfer from Troy who's been all-sunbelt the last 2 years and and Eric Ezekama, Miles Price, um, our slots Dal- Dalton Rignan and McLean Mannix.
0: That was, uh, come, I beg your pardon. That was Matt Wells talking about uh, his football team and uh, and what uh, the priorities are. And, and he started with the kicking game, mm-hmm. and then went went into the quarterback spot. And you agree that, that they do have tall, physical wide receivers ready to go, but they're just young pups right now.
1: Well, I mean, they're they're big, um, and I don't I don't know that they're ready to go. I mean, I think that's that's going to be a huge question mark, and that's what he was pointing out. You know, they're they're going to have to be not only uh, big in stature, but they're going to have to be big going down and, and, and getting the the nasty yards that they need to get. They've got to be physical uh, as a wide receiver and, and win those 50-50 battles. Uh, and if they can do that, that, that's all well and good. That'll help them. Uh, again, I, I think that they've got to find a way. All, their offense has not been a problem until the last couple of years. It's kind of been stagnant and not what Red Raider fans are used to but it was the defense now they've got kind of that combination of not being able to be the high scoring flying offense and then the defense giving up a, a lot of points so i mean they've they've got to fix a lot of things and certainly special teams will be a part of that as well
0: all right uh back to and we're, we're kind of bouncing around here this afternoon but we, we kind of thought that that's what we were going to do uh with several different uh topics on the table but uh, back to our CNC Collision Center text line at 2546621660 Ron says hmm Gallo, your best player maybe trade him for what prospect down the road question mark okay rangers are now worse trade all your good pros- uh, players for prospects all right now you're set on prospects you have the worst team in majors lots of quotes prospects and and uh and first picks in the draft champs in three years and for five years yeah wrong uh yeah wrong so uh
1: he obviously doesn't think that there's any pieces that they can build on right now or you know getting prospects um may not be the answer either i i don't know i don't know where you go with the rangers i i just think that if you're going to try to get back to where you were remember when the rangers were the exciting team and 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 winning pennants and doing those type of things what was one thing that they had they had the best farm system in baseball
13: mm-hmm.
1: they don't have that anymore they've got to find a way to get that back to where they can start getting some star power back at the ballpark it i mean there's not anybody on the rangers that you say hey i can't go get a hot dog or a beer right now cuz i got to watch this guy at bat maybe gallo is getting there but i mean there was you know for a long time, remember going to the ballpark, and you wouldn't leave your seat when the Rangers were at bat because they had one after the other after the other, and they had some protection in the lineup to help other guys be better. And they just they don't have that anymore.
0: When, when I watched Joey Gallo early on, I, I never said he was a hitter. I said he ran into baseballs. If you if a pitcher hit his bat, it'd go a long way. Mm-hmm. I don't look at him that way anymore. No, he's look he's, at a
1: hitter. He, he's He's cleaned his craft up. I mean, in the last 30 days, he has 15 home runs, 27 RBIs, 32 base on balls. There you go. 32 base on balls. His batting average is up. It's 3-on-1, on-base percentage up, 480. His slugging percentage, 796. And so, you know, he has become more of a well-rounded player at the plate than he ever has been before. And that's why if you have the opportunity to build something off that, you have to do it now. Because that may not last with Joey Gallo. We haven't seen a large enough sample size to say that that's who Joey Gallo is. That's who he is right now, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean who that's who he'll be in August.
0: But it's, it is who he's been, and, and I know he's got off to a slow start hitting, but one of the things that you could always do is you could get him out. He was not a bad ball hitter. You could get him out. Mm-hmm. You, he's not an easy out anymore. I think he's got 62 or 63 walks on the season. Uh, which p- may put him in the number one spot in baseball. I mean, guys were saying, the, 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 and it was pretty clear, the approach was, hey, don't throw him a strike. There's nothing in front of him, nothing behind him, and he'll get himself out. Mm-hmm. He will get himself out because in years past, he's gotten himself out. That's what he a has been A lot of in strikeouts, yeah. either a home run or a strikeout. That mm-hmm. was Joey Gallo. That was, I mean, that was his DNA. And that's not the deal anymore. And I know you're saying, well, you don't want I don't want a slugger walking, but I'd rather have him walk no, you need, than strike
1: out. Look, I, I get it, and the analytics say, hey, let's hit the ball out of the ballpark. But, I mean, I, I don't want a guy that's feast or famine. I want a guy that has the batting average and the on-base percentage. I need a guy to get on the base pass.
0: Offensively, I think he's a more complete player. Defensively, he's always been good. He can mm-hmm. play right field, and you don't want to run on him. He, he no. He's got a cannon. He's got a hose, and, and he'll and you know he can flat throw the baseball. So we'll see how it all goes for the Rangers, and we want your opinion. And that's what we're doing here. That's what we do. I mean, there's no experts here. Uh, it's just we watch it, you watch it, we talk about it, and have some fun doing it. Uh, there is no right or wrong answer. It's an opinion, and we and, and we value yours, and we we want to hear from you on our. On our phone lines or our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. We're running behind here. Uh, we're going to step aside, and then we'll uh, we'll come back get to some more. But I uh, want to take a second to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car biz. And it's, uh, you know, it's, that, it's, it's July, guys, and... Did I see 96 or 97 this weekend? I think I think it's going to get toasty. And, of course, July is one of the hottest months of the year. So, Alan Samuels is turning up the heat and making those hot deals on the uh, on the great vehicles that they offer in Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, and Fiat. Uh, you, we mentioned Ram. Ram is the uh, three-peat motor trend truck of the year. The Ram trucks are the top safety picks for trucks in 2021. And you can check out all of those great Ram trucks at Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. If you want to uh, check them out in the comfort of the AC before you go kick a tire or two, go for it. It's Alan Samuels, DCJ.com. That's Alan Samuels, DCJ.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car biz. A high fly, deep right center field. Taylor turning to look. It's gone. Texas Rangers Baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Here's a swing and there's a drive the opposite way to deep left. Kemp is going back. He looks and that ball is history. Follow the Texas Rangers all season long on your home for Texas Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas.
13: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah. Music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Goodfeet Arch Supports a try with a free
3: fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly.
10: The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the Arch Supports.
3: When I went to the Goodfeet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the Arch Supports.
10: And took about three, four steps. Turned around and went and sat back down. To start to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain.
13: See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop
1: by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace.
14: I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
10: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco Values.
4: ESPN Radio
1: Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. All-Star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID-19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half and leaving the American League All-Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-law's home in northeast Seattle. Astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in Chicago taking on the White Sox, first pitch at 7:10. Rangers start their second half of the season with Toronto, 6:07 first pitch, and you can catch that game on
4: ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, you're back with us. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and EP, we're glad you're along. We're presented by Alan Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Be out your friend in the car business. And again, our four o'clock hour brought to you by Good Feet. Uh, Good Feet. Yeah, uh, this uh, go by and check out a, a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas marketplace near Cabela's. I did that today, Ward. Uh, I went by there and and. Uh, I I got me some I got them mm-hmm. I'm good to go and I'm telling you it's kind of a three step process they have they have a the you start out I'm just going to kind of give you a little rundown here on this thing they, they you start out and and it's it's almost like they they duplicate on paper your foot and 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 take a look at it and see because they said I was a a heel walker you know real heavy on the heel so I needed some help in that area and it also you know, if you have back pain, shoulder pain, uh, knee pain, uh, you know, uh, any any pain in, in the feet, the 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 first set will kind of help. In in it's called strengthening. It, it will strengthen and correct how you, your posture and how you walk, which will relieve the pain. Then you have a, a, another set of of them that uh, kind of guide you through and, and that's what and i'm wearing them right now well no i'm not i'm wearing the relaxers then you have you, you have another set that you wear like if you're uh, you're very active and uh you're going to go play golf or, or, or just your day-to-day routine mm-hmm. then in the evenings you put on another set and they're and they're called the relaxers and uh, that's you know you can put them in your slides you can put them in your flip-flops uh and it just it's kind of just from a comfort standpoint uh, as you wrap up and end your day. And, you know, you you build up to this because this is not just about feeling good. This is this is true wellness. This is a wellness product to make you feel better long-term, not just short-term. I mean, you know, you can go get an insole and slap in your shoe and it feels good for a couple of hours and then your feet go back to hurting or your back or whatever the case may be. Uh, for me, it was my knees, believe it or not. Uh, you know, it started hurting in the knees. So I said, got to do this deal. So yeah, pretty cool. So we'll tell you more about it as we go along. And, and as we, uh, we progress, we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to speed on it, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool deal, and, but it is a three-step process when you start talking about, uh, good feet. They're over in the central Texas marketplace, by the way. And, uh, and, and you can, uh, you can check them out and, they're, uh, they're open seven days a week by the way they're open Monday through Saturday from 10 to six and Sunday from noon until five so uh yeah balance alignment knees hips back you name it it's gonna it's gonna help you and and, the, and it's not a one-size-fits-all thing there's 350 different sizes and 25 different styles something for everyone so uh yeah it's a it's a cool deal it's uh it's uh it's it's it's. I think it's going to work for me, and I'm. I'm excited about it, and we'll tell you more about it as we go. All right, uh, it is a 4:41. We're 19 away from five. Still looking for your opinions. Uh, you know, if you're the Rangers, are you are you buyers or sellers? And, and the reason we got this conversation going. Remember the other day, we had uh, Jeff Wilson on the program, mm-hmm. and and I was so impressed with Jeff. I went out and I bought his his subscription and and give us that information again. Substack. Substack.
1: Jeff Wilson Substack.com. S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K.
0: Yep, Jeff Wilson If you are a baseball guy and you love following baseball and you want a minor league, you want a farm system report from Jeff, he 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 did this for a long, long time with the Fort Worth Star Telegram. And now he says, you know what, we're gonna go do this my way we're going to do it on our own and we're going to do it through substack so it's jeff wilson substack.com so check him out but he he uh he i I subscribed i mean and he put out he puts out a uh he puts out news and and information and a newsletter every day you that's what you were telling me hey you're Mm going to love the newsletter comes comes uh via email
1: right in your mailbox every morning
0: every morning and he's got something different something interesting and here's what he said about joey gallo and again my partner Ward says he disagrees with Jeff, and he has that right to do so. Joey Gallo is the Rangers' best player, and this rebuilding team should not trade its best player. The first of the Rangers' uh, final 72 games of the season is scheduled for Friday night in Buffalo as they take on Toronto. The game is the first of on a 10-game road trip following the All-Star break, and the finale is June 24th, and it's just a week from the trade deadline, which is January 31st. So how the Rangers fare over the final long haul of the 2021 season is dependent on the deadline. If big pieces go, the final two months could turn into a full-blown tryout. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, bring your spikes, bring your ball cap and your glove, and and come on, we're going to have a tryout. Uh, If not, those last two months will be still a tryout, but with just fewer not- Ready for primetime prospects in the lineup, so he's saying, in, in in that basically, that's a piece. He didn't say it was the piece. He's saying today on, Janu- on July sixteenth, twenty twenty one, he's your best player. Don't trade your best player. Now you've got to either agree or disagree with that. I think what you're saying is I tend to agree. Unless you can get better value than, and maybe even younger value than what you can get than what you've got right now,
1: absolutely, you entertain every offer and everybody is available, in, in my opinion. Still, I that I look, Jeff knows what he's talking about, and, and I respect him very much, but we disagree on that. I I don't think that you just say okay, uh, we want to talk. He's off limits. Yeah, we want to talk to you about Gallo. Nope, he's off limits. I I don't. I'm not buying that. There's nobody that's off limits on that team right now. They're just too damn bad.
0: All right, but I don't know and I think that's what Ron was talking about in his in his note to us on the CNC collision center text line. I, I don't know that you're and you're right, they're bad. But I don't know you get if you get can, I don't know you get a, if you can get the corner turned if you keep starting the process. At some point you got to say the process has started. And here's the first piece. What if Gallo is your first piece this year? And maybe by the time this thing is done, he's your fifth or sixth best guy. But today he's your best guy, and we're not trading our best guy. We're trading anything else.
1: Nope. Not for me.
0: All right. And you're certainly entitled to that opinion. I... I don't know what I think right now. <laughs> you you kinda got me, you know. I'm gonna tell you right now, thirty days ago, I would have said trade him for a pack of bubblegum. Uh I, I just didn't like the way things were going. But you know, it's and I don't know if it's coincidence, but when Major League Baseball came out and said, Hey, look, no more of the funny business, well, all of a sudden he started hitting bombs, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about cheapies. I'm talking about launch city when it, when they threw him strikes. My question is, and it's pretty simple, why would you ever throw him a strike? Who's in front of him <laughs> or behind him that you fear? Nobody. I don't either. Nobody. When it comes to big he league... He has no you
1: protection, know,
0: no. When it comes to big league pitching, I mean, big league hitting, I mean, I, I don't know why you would ever pitch to him. uh, But they seem to, you know, and, and he's, you know, but when they don't, he takes the walk and jogs down to first base, which... You know, that's kind of a new twist to his game.
1: Uh, absolutely is. You know, that and that's why they're still going at him. They're you know, there's not a big enough sample size of him taking those walks yet.
0: All right. Uh it is four forty six. We are fourteen now away from uh four five o'clock here on a uh, a uh what is this? This is Friday. Friday. <laughs> just I just wanted to see welcome in Tom <laughs> I just wanted to see if we were all in tune here yeah it's Friday TGIF and all that stuff but uh w- w- if, you know we're in just a moment we are going to get to the range of Roundup brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management we'll do that for you in uh, just a couple of seconds then we're going to dive back into some college football conversation as the uh, Big 12 Media Days wrapped up yesterday so we'll do that for you in just a moment it is 4:46, uh, and uh, let's uh, let's bring you our Ranger Roundup here on this. Uh, I tell you what, let's step aside, and then we'll come right back with the Ranger Roundup. We'll do that next.
4: Recently on the John Moore Show, in the past,
5: Aggie and Longhorn were fierce oh, I know rivals. Where this is going. But is TCU now public enemy number one to Baylor sports fan? Is that the rivalry? Might be. Yeah, that's the sense I get. Yeah, it might be. And again, this may be a generational thing, like we were talking about voicemail messages. I think maybe newer, more current Baylor fans might look at TCU as our main rival.
11: I'll put it this way. TCU was ready for this because so many people there still harbored a lot of resentment from being left out of the Big 12 and put a lot of that on Baylor, fairly or unfairly.
5: Yeah, I would say this, Baylor and TCU belong in the same league, you know? There's just so much history there that we belong in the same league, and I'm I'm thrilled that we're both in the Big 12 conference. Yes. That's my answer to that.
4: Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the Home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
6: when at the pharmacy picking up vitamins or filling a prescription.
13: May I help you?
6: Take another healthy step right now and ask the pharmacist how Prevnar 13 can help protect you from pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease. If you're 65 or older, a trip to the pharmacy is a lot more pleasant than a trip to the hospital because of pneumococcal pneumonia. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Stop by the pharmacy today and ask about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com.
4: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
1: I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. All-Star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID-19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half and leaving the American League All-Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-laws home in northeast Seattle. Astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in Chicago taking on the White Sox first pitch at 7:10. Rangers start their second half of the season with Toronto 6:07 first pitch and you can catch that game on ESPN Central
4: Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group.
0: All right, uh, 4.50, 10 away from 5, and it is time for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Caleo Wealth Management. The Rangers are on the road this evening, opening up a 10-game road trip as they take on the Toronto Blue Jays. They do so in Buffalo, New York. So that is where the Rangers and the Blue Jays will play tonight. Our pregame show will begin at 5.30 with the first pitch just after 6.05 here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. All right, so the Rangers, as they begin the unofficial start of the second half. We, we're, we're Again, we're beyond the, the midway point of the season, but the, the official or the unofficial uh, start of the second half beginning tonight. The Rangers are at 35-55. and 55. They are 19 and a half games behind their arch rival, the Houston Astros. So you say there's a chance, right? Nope. <laughs> so uh, just looking, we were just looking at standings. And, again, of course the Rangers are in last place. And, and uh, you know, again, 19-and-a-half back. They're 10-and-a-half back, Ward of the third-place team in the American League West, which is a bad ball club in the Los Angeles Angels, who were 45 and 44. Mm-hmm. I say they're bad. They're a game over 500. But, you know, uh, when, when you're chasing a team that's 19 games over 500 in the Houston Astros, that's not going to get it either. But, man, just to think that you, to, to climb out of the cellar, you're 10 back of climbing out of the cellar. And then we were looking around. In the, Amer- in the American and National League, this is what, the fourth worst team in all of baseball? Yes. Uh, when you start looking, you've got uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks at 26 wins, the Baltimore Orioles at 28 wins, and that's gut-wrenching to see a, a program like Baltimore only have 28 wins. And then uh, – and then the uh the rangers at 35 wins and who else were we looking at uh that's that's Pittsburgh Pittsburgh don't forget those pirates they're at 34 wins then the rangers and then just ahead of them is the Kansas City Royals with 36 wins 36 wins and 53 losses so there's there, there's some bad baseball being played but the rangers are among the worst in all of baseball mm-hmm. so can it, I mean, I guess it could, I mean, you know, it always can get worse, but this is about rock bottom with this ball club. And I will say this, watching the Rangers and listening to the Rangers here on radio. And I said this at the very beginning of the year, even though they're not winning games, they are fun to watch and fun to listen because they do play hard. They're just not very good. No, uh,
1: they're not. They, they're, their, their starting pitching is terrible. So and that lends to not being very good, and then they just they don't have, they don't have the right pieces in place in in the field right now. I mean they they've got a long way to go, and um you know you, you can be fun all you want, but that's going to wear off, and that new stadium's going to wear off. They've got to figure a way to to turn this thing around and and at least start heading in the right direction. And I don't, they're not heading in the right direction right now.
0: All right, so uh, from uh, from our C and C Collision Center text line, the Rangers need pitchers. The Rangers have always needed pitchers. Mm-hmm. Gallo is not a pitcher, therefore he's not the first piece of the process. Okay, if you're if you're going to start there, and you – I think you have to. Well, obviously you start on the mound. It, it you can be bad offensively, but if you can pitch and play defense, you got a chance. Sure. I mean that's always been the the equation. Uh, but who gives up pitching?
1: Well, I mean, it's been done before, uh, and you just got to find those guys. I mean, I think they, they made a huge step in the right direction with the draft this year, uh, getting lighter. I, I think that that's, that's
0: – That's what you do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a huge step in the right direction. They they Look, they've screwed up drafts before, and this year they didn't screw that up. That would have been monumental not to go get him or Rock or either one. Those are the two – number one guys they needed to go get i think they got the right one in lighter and and that's i mean you've got to be able to figure out for years you couldn't get the uh even the free agent pitchers or anybody to come to texas because it's too hot in texas well that, that excuse is solved. gone now yeah. that excuse is gone now so you can't lean on that excuse anymore you've got to be able to find a way to go get the pitching staff and then put everything else around it
0: and w- with that in mind, again, i I just don't think that you're going to trade for pitching high caliber pitching prospects. You may be able to trade for pitching prospects. It's guys that nobody wants anymore.' I- it's- but you're right. You draft and develop pitching. Uh, and-, and that's always been the Rangers deal. They've always, I mean, when you looked at those good teams that Texas had, they were homegrown. They were homegrown kids. I mean, for the most part, mm-hmm. those those were guys that were homegrown through through the system. And, and and I think that's where you have to go.
1: A lot of them. I mean, Nolan wasn't homegrown through the system, but that he wasn't that a part of
0: those championship teams. But and he,
1: he but he also set a precedence for those championship teams. He wasn't far away from them. No, and, he was. He and was he set a work ethic around.
0: <laughs> he said, you "Pitch till you're tired," and you know, front office didn't want to hear that, did they? Mm. But he was right. Four uh, fifty-five. We're five away from five o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we're gonna take a second, and we're gonna talk about. Our good friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the same ownership, same family-operated business. We're talking about the Emory's, John, Braden, and the entire family. uh, They've been covering four generations, which is a rarity in today's business environment, you know they offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. Uh, they also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to twenty four inches for all of your fencing needs. Also, square tubing one half inch to six inches for all those weekend projects you got coming up, such as working on a deer stand or or uh, doing an ornamental iron job or whatever the case may be. Basically, they're your one stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has locations down in Bryan and also right here in Waco. They're at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane, and they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. Yeah, they're about to close. Uh, but they'll be back open tomorrow from 8 until noon. And, of course, you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. They deliver and they unload. We're talking about our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe.
13: Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts in Child Development, Associate of Arts in Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today.
5: Member FDIC.
7: When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We
8: are farmers. Bum-ba-dum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum. Businesses that don't advertise are like fishermen who randomly drop a hook in the river hoping for a fish to pass by. m M&M Broadcasters is the lure to bring the customers to you. Seven different radio stations, each reaching a unique audience of potential customers. Your customers. Advertise today. Email to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930.
3: Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all-natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information.
4: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: weekend. It is a Friday afternoon. This is game time with Tom Ward and EP. We are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and this hour, a service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company, and they're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 or more an hour, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. So there you go. All right, Doug, uh, Fast and Furious in this half hour because we got Ranger Baseball at the bottom of the hour. We will get to John Morris' Big 12 previews, and we'll get to some other things as well. And, of course, you're always welcome to chime in on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. Remember what we, we've always said on this program going going back to 74 or 75, whatever the year we started this thing. Uh, there is no right or wrong answer. It's an opinion. Uh, ours is as yours is is as or more valuable than our opinion. We we're just lucky enough to be the the three guys with a microphone. We 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 your your opinion is just as valuable as ours. All right, let's uh, let's dive into some football here uh, and get back to uh, yesterday. You know, I, I like the way they do it, Ward. They they do half of the Big Twelve on the first day and half of the Big Twelve on the second day. Yes, mm-hmm. you could. You could do it all in one day, but it would be. You wouldn't fast. cover it near as you good. You wouldn't cover it near as good. It would be. It would be. You know, you. It just wouldn't. I, I just don't think you would get what out of it what what you want. Uh, and yeah, and, and I know the SEC they spread it out over four days, and I think that's too much. Uh, you know, you start to, start to kind of lose interest. Uh, but uh, two days, I think, is perfect. And, and so yesterday was was uh, you know. Baylor's Day, part of the uh, part of Thursday, and we had a chance not only to hear Coach Aranda address the media, but we also had a chance to hear Coach Aranda one on one. And that was fun. And you know, and, and I told John, I said, you know, here's what's here's what's not funny, haha, but funny ironic. Because of the pandemic and because of COVID nineteen, I I I interviewed Coach Dave Aranda every day. I mean every Thursday. Uh, we, we did a deal here on game time every Thursday. He was kind enough to take time out of his day to join us every Thursday. Do you realize when, and not until spring, when they had spring practices that were open to the media a little bit, those last couple of spring practices, that was the first time I ever met Dave Aranda. We went through an entire football season and we talked on the phone, but we had never met. And. I'm thinking, stop and think about some of those things that he's gone through. I mean, you know one of the things that he talked about to, with us was he didn't he get didn't get to have the relationship building aspect with his players, certainly didn't get to build the relationship with his parents because of covid nineteen There's a lot of things that went on in the Baylor football world that we take for granted that they didn't get to do, and uh it, it, was, it was really an interesting conversation. But one of the things that, you know, every fan wants to know who's going to be the quarterback, right? But one of the things that he talked about uh, at the podium with, with the general media, and that's why I brought it up, was, you know, yeah, they got a new offensive coordinator Coach Grimes, and he's got, he's got a, a playbook and he's got a, a thought process on what, what the offense is going to look like. But that offense is also going to be kind of tailored and catered to whoever wins the starting quarterback job. So I I just simply asked him, do you need to name somebody early so you can start to build that brand-new offense that Coach Grimes brings from BYU to Baylor? Do you need to name somebody early so you can start putting that into
12: place? I think there is some merit to that. I think we want to get the right person, and so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier you know, in the fall camp piece, that would be great. Um, But if it's later and we've got the right guy, then I would take that you know and I think um, when I look at that competition I look at uh, I first first I think of Sean Bell and his management of it and his um, his transparency and his his honest take with each of the, each of the three and their families um, and then um, you know what he's telling me as well and then I, I look at like Blake and, and learning the learning the schemes feeling more comfortable in it you know, being uh, okay when something doesn't go great, and rebounding faster. I look at uh, Gary and his ability to get the ball out on three and five step drops, which he he did. You know, in starting in spring to the end of to the end of spring, you know, his ability to get the ball out improved greatly to where he was getting the ball out faster than any of the three. You know, and so to him to see him continue on that, I think would be a real encouraging trend. And then you look at Ed Jacob and making the big passes, the throws that are that are across the field or down the field with the touch that's needed, um, and then really taking on that leadership role and really applying himself and getting outside of his comfort zone. Um, I think those are all things that each of them have got their individual stuff that they're working towards. But to answer your question, um, you know, for us to build an offense that, that features – the running game and the play-action pass and staples, right? But then leave. If- that is
0: Dave Aranda and uh, his his thoughts on on the quarterback position. And and Ward, just kind of reading between the lines, I think he would love to to name a quarterback early in camp, so they can do just that. So they can tailor the offensive packages around that starting quarterback. But he was pretty clear somebody's got to step up and win that job and you know they got to get it right
1: they do they have to get it right they have to find the guy and it's unfortunate that they weren't able to or maybe fortunate because it's competition's that close i don't know which one it is but they weren't able to name that guy in the spring there was no, and, clearly
0: and, no separation
1: yeah and so now you know you you've got to go into fall camp going okay who's going to step up and take this job mm-hmm. uh that's how close it is and so uh i i think you know, you heard him say the sooner, the better, because they've got to get that figured out. Yeah. And, and you, you know, look, the old saying is, you know, how many times have you seen somebody say, well, we're going to we're going to use both these guys and in, in certain situations and 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 be able to use utilize their skill set when we need that type of skill set. Look, if you got two quarterbacks, you got zero quarterbacks, in my opinion.
0: No, I'm with you. Uh, somebody's got to separate, and the sooner the better. So, and, you know, and just because they don't publicly say, all right. Oh, they may
1: already have the guy in, in you place.
0: You are 100% correct. And,
1: and probably they do. They have a really good idea which direction they want to go, and they've been working on that behind closed doors. But they don't want to come out and say that, one, because it's none of our business, mm-hmm. and two – they don't want to hurt the internal competition because the best competition you can have on any football team, any basketball team, any baseball team, anywhere in the world, is that internal competition. Sure.
0: And and you're 100% correct. Uh, They may have their guy. Because I can assure you, I can assure you, if they said, okay, coach, you're teeing it up at 7 o'clock on Saturday, July 17th, they would know who their quarterback is if they had to. But today, they don't have to. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, you know, he, I think they've got a good idea of who, who is winning the job, but uh, they're not going to close. They're not going to close that, 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 that competition off because somebody may step up in the next, you know, once they start camp on August the 6th, somebody may separate out and it may not be the guy they think it is. So there's – yeah, but you're 100% correct. They've got a good idea. If to, if today was the first day of the season, they know who they, who would take the first snap.
11: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, again, with that said, I don't think that they've closed the door to competition. And you're right. I, it can only make them all better as long as that competition is there. But at some point, I think they've got to tell the team this is the guy oh, that they we're do. going they with. They do.
1: And that's why and that's be- why I go back to what I just said. If you got two quarterbacks, you got none because the fact is the team doesn't know which direction you're going. They don't they can't get into a rhythm. They can't get into a cadence. They can't there's so many things that go into that. They don't have a leader. I mean, who's where, where, where are you going with it?
0: You yeah, know? There so. you go. It, 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 because it's gotta become EP's team or it's gotta become Ward's team or or whatever the case may be. It has got to become the the identity, you know, and, and whether it's fair or unfair, the quarterback's a leader. I mean, he's either good. He better one be. or, He's either a good one or a bad one, but he's a leader. Better be. Yeah, uh, and, and and so they that's that's just a kind of a priority on where they're they've got to get that done. But again, I'm like you. I think that competition will remain technically open uh, unless there's just you know undisputed clear separation. But at some point, they're going to say this is the guy. Yeah. Now they may not tell us. And you know, it may be one of those. Well, you'll see on the, you know, we'll make that decision Saturday at six p.m. Or you know, you've you've seen that 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 old song and dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But basically, what they're saying is, we're not telling you. But everybody that counts. basically
1: they're saying to the other team, you better prepare for both of them. That's right. It, you better spend three. time on yep. both of them.
0: Yep, or all three, <laughs> or all four, whatever the case may be. But internally, we know what direction we're going. So, all right. Uh, and he also talked. Uh, Coach Aranda talked about fall camp, and he he extended that conversation because John Morris asked him. He said, "Hey, isn't that always the number one question if you have a question mark at quarterback?" And boy, he uh, he had a very interesting answer.
12: I think it's a big one. I think the O-line and D-line driven is right up there. I would really – I'd put that pretty high. I think, um, you know, there is an inherent toughness and there is an inherent um, identity that comes with being led by big guys. And, and you know, Baylor is a great example. Look at two years ago defensive line-wise. Yeah. And so I think it, you can change your program when the big guys take it to another level. And so I think for us, you know um, – I, I speak to last year, there's, there's, um, there is games to where, you know, hey, we have to run the ball, but we're going to struggle with the run block. How are we going to do this? Or we have to throw the ball. We're going to struggle with the pass protect. How are we going to do this? And so to come from that, that stage or that space to a space where we want them out in front leading is, um, is what we're asking. And so everything we've done has been to, to develop that and build that and push that and demand that. And so I'm excited. All right.
0: Uh, it, it, interesting. I mean, yeah, he says, hey, we all want to know who the quarterback is. But he he also said, hey, if you're not good up front. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Nope. And he's not talking about just the offense. He's talking about the offense and the defense. You've got to be good. And you know what? That's football 101. Whoever wins the line of scrimmage typically wins the game. I mean, that's always been the case. I mean you've got to be able to win the line of scrimmage and you got to be able to do those things and you know he talked about the frustration last year he said, hey we, we'd go into a game knowing that we need to be able to we, we got to run the ball mm-hmm. but we're not sure we can run the ball and, and how how frightening is that so to speak from a coach's perspective As you said in a in many a coach's meeting hey we got to be able to run the ball control the clock, but we're not sure we have the ability to win the line of scrimmage and run the ball
1: it's terrifying. So,
0: so what do you do you know and that's kind of the, the the point so i think you know he just basically told you that the emphasis this year bigger stronger faster on both sides of the of the line offense and defense get better up front mm-hmm And I just found that to be an interesting comment from Coach Aranda. All right, uh, it is 5.13. We're 13 minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and EP, we're glad you're with us as uh, we kind of wind things down on a Friday afternoon. Big weekend plans, Ward? You, You got something... Got something brewing?
1: I'll be heading back up to uh, mom and dad's. Take care of the yard and just hang around with them for a little bit. So hey, yeah, if, fun if, weekend. If
0: you love that yard so much,
1: mm-hmm. I do.
0: I got one. I'll be more than happy. <laughs> I mean, I'll even provide the gas. Okay. Well, <laughs> Let's see what we can do. Hey, EP, you got uh, you got big you got big doings.
2: Uh, yeah, big family reunion, wife's uh, family coming in from all over the country, uh, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Um, at your house? At my house. Well, they're going to be staying at my sister-in-law's across the street, uh, and we've got uh, rented a couple of RVs, and then of course, you know, about half of them live here, my, my two daughters and their husbands and children, so, um, but anyway, so yeah, I'll be cooking for uh, 32 people Saturday night and Sunday morning.
0: <laughs> so, How about yeah. that? 33, 34. Yeah. What time are we supposed to be there? <laughs> right. About 6.30 if
2: you want
14: burgers. All right,
0: All right 14 after 5. Uh, and, gang, we're going to talk a second here about our good friends over at, uh, over at uh, Morrison's Gifts. You know, if, if you got a birthday, an anniversary, or a holiday coming up, the place to go get a gift is Morrison's Gifts. They've been uh, in business since nineteen. 19- 79 we're talking about john hart leather goods key rings candles jewelry and the list just goes on and on and on they uh, they offer free gift wrapping as well and you know it's a baylor alumni owned business mark dickinson and in his family boy they uh, and i've known mark forever and ever and you know because he's old uh but uh you know i'm just kidding mark wow. uh, i'm just kidding if i've known him. Then I got to be old, too, right? <laughs> okay, I mean, you, you know, go. anyway. So, yeah, but uh, they do a tremendous job. They're right there, you know, next to Jason's Deli. You just walk right down. You know, I always said, go have a salad and then walk down there and and, and, and get that gift. And I'm always a big fan of the uh, just because gift. That's, that You know, that's that get out of jail free card. You know, if you you go home for no particular reason, say, here, I was thinking about you and I, and I bought you fill in the blank and, and hand, a, hand them a, a beautiful gift that's gorgeous wrapped that, that the the folks at Morrison's wrapped it for you because you didn't do it, but, you know, you don't have to. It's free gift wrapping. So it's a cool deal. Uh, Morrison's gifts, great folks, and uh, it's it's always fun to go in there. I went in there at Christmas this year and went, she said, what can I help you with? I said, I have no clue, and she took over. And I liked it, and I was able to get a, get a nice gift, and get some help, and get it done, and and take care of some things. So it's a cool place, Morrison's Gifts. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli. <laughs>
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another humid night in store for us with partly cloudy skies and a low of around 76 degrees. We'll maintain southerly winds tonight into tomorrow morning between 5 to 10 miles per hour, some gusting to 20 miles per hour. Saturday is shaping up to be another warm one with mostly sunny skies and a high of 94. Heat index values will be anywhere from 99 degrees to 103 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com.
8: Recently on the Matt Mosley Show, joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship?
12: He reminded me a lot of what Jack Nichols did in 1986 to the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event. He, he remembered how to win. And-
4: Listen to the Matt
11: Mosley
15: Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas.
7: When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254 855 8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254
8: 855 8889. We are farmers.
0: ESPN
4: Radio
1: Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. All-Star outfielder Aaron Judge was among six New York Yankee players who tested positive for COVID-19 on yesterday, forcing the postponement of their home game against the Boston Red Sox that was supposed to open Major League Baseball's second half, and leaving the American League All-Star team undergoing testing to ensure they didn't contact the virus. A judge ordered free agent quarterback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail yesterday following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-laws home in Northeast Seattle. Astros get started on the second half of the season tonight in Chicago, taking on the White Sox. First pitch at 710. Rangers start their second half of the season with Toronto, 607 first pitch,
4: and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 519, 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and EP, we're glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon. And uh, we uh, we also had a chance as we uh, kind of go through some of the audio from uh, this past uh, Wednesday and Thursday at Big 12 Media Days, and we had a chance to, uh, to catch up to the new Texas coach, Steve Sarkeesian. And, you know, one of the things he talked about was that they've got talent. And, uh, hit, you know, and I asked him, what, what were the what were the priorities when you arrived in Austin? and. One of the things I was shocked by is he had never been to Austin, Texas in his entire life. He took the job sight unseen. He didn't know what the stadium looked like other than what he saw on television. But he said, you know, I asked him, was was putting together, and he did put together a heck of a coaching staff, was the staff the priority? And he said, absolutely.
15: It really was. You know, the staff was, it was a huge component to this thing. And... You know, finding the right the the right mix, right? It's like a, putting a jigsaw puzzle together because you, you want guys who are great at X's and O's. You want guys who are great at developing talent. You want guys that are great recruiters. You want guys with Texas ties. You want guys who have recruited uh, in the state of Texas. And, you was all those things, kind of. You want guys that have a little bit more experience. You want guys that bring a lot of energy. You want guys that are great culture guys in the building every day. And. To making sure we are touching all those things from a, from a, almost a metric standpoint, to could it be perfect? I don't know. Time will tell. Did, did we hit it? do we hit all the right buttons? It feels great right now, but uh, we're fortunate that uh, the university gave us the resources to go do that.
0: That is Steve Sarkeesian as uh, he uh, was talking uh, yesterday about uh, the process of of arriving. You know, he, he pointed out, hey, look, we play a national championship game. We being uh, Alabama, play a national championship game. And then he's introduced as the head coach the next day. So uh, it was fast and furious putting this thing together. But he said, you know, the players in Austin are buying in. So, and, and Ward, getting talent to Austin has never been the issue. No doing things with said talent has been the issue
1: no they've gotten the guys there they just haven't developed the guys uh, to their fullest potential and that that you know that that's going to have to change for for them to get to where they want to be
0: all right, uh, it has been fun. It's been fast and furious today. Thanks uh, for uh, listening to us this afternoon, and uh, we had fun sitting in for Matt Mosley earlier today. And we will uh, we'll be back with you. Matt will be back on Monday. We'll be back on Monday as well for EP and for Ward. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and good night. Ranger Baseball is next.
10: It's time for today's Spectrum Big Twelve football preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma Sooners. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
5: Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, we'll look at the Oklahoma Sooners and hear from head coach Lincoln Riley, the Big 12 favorites again. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Mike McKenzie and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. See State Farm agent Mike McKenzie at 2921 West Waco Drive or call 254-412-2327 or at 518 North Hewitt Drive in Hewitt or call 254-666-7788.
10: The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com.
9: Hi, I'm Sammy Citrana with Georgia's Restaurant and Catering. The new 50,000-square-foot Big Old Georgia's Party Zone at 1314 Martin Luther King Drive across from McLean Stadium will open four hours before all home games. It'll be a great
7: venue to join other Baylor fans.